This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own fish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome once again to... Oh, shit, hold on. What's what's going on? Uh, oh, yay! I think this is working. Let's see. I'm watching it on my... Watching us live. There we go. Yeah, this is this is it. This is this is my shitty apartment. Sorry, Dutch, I didn't unmute you. Glenn, I unmute yeah, you. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> yeah, just for the before I introduce Dutch, who is halfway off the screen because he doesn't know how to. There you I'm go. trying not to get, get Glenn close. out here. This is Glenn. Glenn yeah, is right. one of our uh, big time callers. He calls almost every week. He really does. This He's is what like, happens when you support our show: is we bring you in the studio with us, Mr. War Games. Yeah. Mr. War Games. War Games. As we talk. I'm sorry, Glenn, that you're not lit up as much as we are. That's okay. I'm sure. I'm sure he's not even worried about it. He's just happy to be on the show. Yes. So, Glenn, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. You get Thank to see you. how we do it. This is, and, you, and you're part of our first ever live stream here on Facebook. Making history, baby. Oh, dude, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, and we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot the shit for a minute because we the are waiting. Is. Yeah, waiting on people to uh, to join to join up. If anybody joins up, we're gonna wait like three minutes, and then I spend three minutes. We're gonna wait five minutes, and then we're gonna jump on. But if this is your first time listening to our uh, Wrestling Open Forum show, my name is Patrick. This is Dutch. We are the host of this show. Uh, basically, it's a show we set up for people, for us to talk about professional wrestling, the stuff that we want to talk about, which there's a ton of podcasts out there that talk about professional wrestling. And uh, we wanted to do something that was a little different. And the way we make that different is we have an open phone line. So you can call in at any point, and we're going to give you that phone number at 710 when we open up the lines, but you can call at any, absolutely any point in the show, and if we're not in the middle of a conversation with one of our callers, or in the middle of a deep conversation between us about a topic we want, uh, we will pick it up, and you can give us any topic to talk about, and you can weigh in on it yourself, or you can uh, listen to us weigh in on it, God, and get our it. opinion. It's a, fun, it's a fun format. This is pretty fun. This is episode 14. <clears throat> is it 14 or 15? 14, right? 15. Cause... I think it's 15. We did well. It always screws me up because we did the in the car one, which screws up so... our order because it was a special version. So subtract one then. Uh, oh. So this is. I think this is 15. Dutch is Mike. There we go. I always fight this thing every single we, show. We we have the best equipment here. It's pretty good. We couldn't afford pretty a studio gnarly. mic for Glenn. We couldn't. It wouldn't reach. No. So he's gonna. But so he's, more but he has that a stage mic that is very well. So we we take pride in the quality of our audio. We really do. We do sound good though. That we do. Really good. That we do. So, uh, whoever listens to this on Wednesday on our on the podcast stream, if this video doesn't record and we don't have the full audio, you're gonna catch it like two minutes in because I just pre record on the recorder because <laughs> I didn't think it was working, but it looks like it's working now. We're good now. So yeah. So like I said, we, if you see 
right here. If you're listening to the show, use hashtag <laughs> open form show because we did these graphics. This is our logo. Or this. Wait, how do you do it? This right here yeah, it's hard. is our show. Right so, there. yeah. Glenn, how have you been? I've been doing good, man. Just sitting back, watching wrestling, you know, trying to take it all. I'm really, really pumped about being here with you guys tonight. Appreciate that, dude. I was pumped all week when I heard I was going to come on the show. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody is pumped about hanging out with us. Dude, yeah. Like, the only other person that I know that gets, like, really excited is, like, Bobby. Yeah. And, like, when Bobby Appreciate gets you, Bobby. on here, oh, Appreciate my gosh, you. that is a different world. It is. Like, did you, you – you listened to the show when he was – uh Doing all the WrestleManias, right? Yeah. You called in. Yeah, I called in and it was a life. Oh, line. yeah, yeah, because Glenn was testing him. Oh, that was a good – I couldn't believe he actually did it. Like, that really surprised me. I'm not going to lie. I really was – uh, I was baffled, dumbfounded. <laughs> Many words of my vocabulary here. So what about you, Patrick? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Uh, I did uh, – I mean, we're building to the PWX show this weekend, which we'll touch oh. on a little bit. And uh, Dutch is going to miss it because he's a douchebag. I have to work. Yeah. 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 I have so, to. Just for the record, I'm listening to it on the on my phone, and it's beautiful audio. Okay. Good. Beautiful stream, beautiful audio. Uh, we as have, long as we're good, baby, that's all that matters. We have Clifford and Kambrowski who has joined us. And Cliff or Brian, you're more than welcome. Brian, call at like, I'm going to say like 8.15 so we can run through the uh, – PWX show and get get all that stuff out there before we close out the show. Oh yeah, that's the last thing we'll do. That's the last thing we'll leave in people's heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I know we kind of bought time. Like I said, this is this is our first time doing this live format. Uh, we well, we always do live format, but mm-hmm. uh, we got tired of paying for Spreaker. So and Facebook Live is way cheaper. Cheaper. Oh yeah. And we get to do video. God, look at so us, you get to man. look at our hands. Look, masses. I even wore a wrestling shirt for today. Me too. And I never wear a wrestling shirt. Now, I'm not going to say, like, I'm the biggest Vader fan, but, dude, look, it's Vader being Vader. Like, and Glenn's got on a damn uh, Red Hood. Red Hood. Red Hood Batman. Batman. <laughs> oh, you know who I thought it was? Hey. You know who I thought it was for a second? Who's, the, who's the guy from Compton that's like the weightlifter? You know who I'm talking about. Uh, the guy that cusses all the time. I love C. him. C.J. Fletcher? Yes. C.T. Wow. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher. Yeah. That's who I thought it was looking at it right here. Uh. <laughs> Oh. It does, doesn't it? Not? <laughs> yeah, you know who C.T. Fletcher is? Yeah, yeah, I see it now. Just for the record, okay. I love C.T. Fletcher. Well, so for the record, say this again. Uh, yeah. Kurt Angle did say that Batman would make a great tag team partner last night wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Christian they, Bell. Uh, Christian Bell or, Christian Bell or uh, Ben Affleck. Who would you choose? Which Batman to be your tag team partner? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to catch a lot of flack on this. You're going to say Ben Affleck? Yeah. Because the suit? <laughs> No, because I think Ben Affleck is just—he was a great Batman. I think he's a great Batman. I thought I don't he was know, a dude, super good Batman. Like, the, I think I liked him because like he was more con- brutal. It's the context of the story. Yeah. And no, the, you, this is a wrestling podcast, guys. I'm sorry, we got we got off track on. Uh, hey, it tied in with Kurt Angle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> True. So also, uh, uh, we just had September 11th, mm-hmm. and we want to say thank you to all the veterans and everybody else. And yes. That was defending our country, and our condolences go out to everybody that was affected. And also, uh, Glenn was a veteran. We thank you, sir. Proud to serve. We'll yes. do it again. Thank you. How's mine? I'm fixing stuff. <laughs> Just <laughs> no. for the record, I, everybody has a beer but me, and I bought the beers. Yeah, why don't you have one, dude? Uh, I'm going to get one. Okay. Well, Patrick <laughs> is going to go get one. Uh, so, Glenn. Uh, yes, sir. Just wondering if you would want to touch up on your uh, service when you were in for a little bit. All right, uh, I enlisted in uh, 2003. I uh, got out in 2007. I did one tour in Iraq. 
when I got out, I uh, wanted to keep serving my community, try to do as much as I could for my community. Absolutely. And I went and joined Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office. Mm. So shout out to them guys. You know, there it I is. Boom. Worked there for about six years, and uh, unfortunately, my career ended prematurely due to a medical condition, and uh, now I just uh, go to school. So what do, you, what do you go to school for now? Actually, I started school before I uh, stopped the uh, sheriff's office. You go ahead. And uh, I was going for uh, criminal justice. I was trying to, you know, get some more uh, money coming my way. Yeah. So I just continued that after I left the sheriff's office and stuff. And uh, I'm proud to say, you know, I'm still in trying to get higher education. That's pretty cool, though, man. Yeah. And I thank you, Glenn. We appreciate you. Yeah. Anybody, anybody that does service deserves our praise. Yeah. But uh, we do appreciate you. I know I said I just got beer. Oh, guess what time it is? Tackle this Gatorade first. Look at that, dude! You're welcome, Gatorade sponsor. Please, yeah, no sponsorships yeah. at all. But we're yeah. throwing them out there. Look, you know what? I'm just gonna show this one too. This is a tasty beer, by the way. This is oh, yeah. very tasty, and um, I don't know if any wrestlers drink it, but I guarantee you somebody does. Yeah, we're from the Charlotte area, so <laughs> this is what we do. Yeah, that's the oldest brewery in Charlotte, <laughs> for the record. Old Mech. So. Should we do this? Get uh, do underway? you want to open the phone lines? Yeah, let's go ahead and we'll okay. start with our topic. I know. Number well, hold on. One. I threw oh, I threw okay. it out there, like okay. what, kind of what we are. But we, yeah. this is Facebook Live. We got we have a few viewers, and uh, basically the way our show works is you can call in at any point. Uh, we'll give you the phone number here shortly, and it's like a we say it's like a PTI. Pardon the interruption. If you've yes. ever seen that show on ESPN, <laughs> yep. that type format, and so we try to answer as many calls. I mean, we can afford Facebook Live. We can afford nice cameras and nice lights and nice microphones, except for Glenn's. <laughs> and, uh, but the problem is is we can't afford a call log. So if you call and we're talking on the phone with somebody, it shows up that you called. So if you call and we're not able to get to it, make sure that you uh, get, wait till we finish if you're listening live and uh, call us back. And because we want to get everybody that calls in, we love people that call in. And that's the, that's the funnest part of this entire show. And it's definitely not talking to Dutch. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, is. the callers are the funnest part of this show. And once again, we've done this for 14 episodes. This is our 15th episode. This is our first time on Facebook Live. This is the way we're going. This is the way of the future. So every show we're going to broadcast right here on Facebook Live as long as the feed stays up. And uh, the feed stays up and we, uh, the sound is still good. Sounds beautiful. And Cyrus comes in here and... Here he comes. Oh, he's oh, no. he's, oh, This is Odie. This is Odie, the show dog. There he is. There he is. Yeah. That's Odie, the show dog, if you, if you, if you listen to the show. You've and, heard him plenty of times. Uh, Cyrus John Cena is outside. Yep. No John Cena today, huh? Is this, is this happening right now? <laughs> he's a boss. Is this happening right now? <laughs> he's... Wait, this, can, can this is happening. Look at that. This is what live TV is, guys. <laughs> Cyrus, can you do me a favor? Can you, can you turn this light on for me? Oh, man, that's box, great. Box man. He literally walked in as a box. Yeah, if you, if you don't know, Cy, if I do John Cena, are you going to do it? No. Oh, no, he, he was straight. He's over, he's over the John Cena thing. Yeah, too bad, man. God, that was good. We had a good run. Where are you at, Cyrus? No light. We need a light no. switch, bud. He's flipping it, but there's no light. Wrong one. Nope, not that one. There hey, there it Glenn, is. We can see Glenn now. Hey, Glenn, what's up? That's <laughs> not. Shadow figure anymore. I know. <laughs> All right, no, we fixed it. And we can see Boxman. What's up, Boxman? You can't. Sorry, you what? can't step in front of Glenn. Are you are you putting over the Hornets now? 
This yeah. is our show. Show us the Hornets. Yeah, put up the Hornets. Yeah, there we go, baby. Ladies and hold, it, hold, it, hold it up there. Hold it up there. We're trying to get sponsorships. Huh? Yep. All right, Charlotte. There you yeah. go. Charlotte. Hornets. If you if you live in the Charlotte area, you can get Hornets tickets, single game, three game, or season passes for a great deal right now. Call your local Hornets ticket distributor. 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 Almost Dist- perfect. It was beautiful. Ah, I was enjoying it. I was like, Thank okay, you, okay. John Cena. That's there it is. About. Yeah, there we hey. go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, you can call in any time. Uh, sorry, we can't afford three sets of headphones. So, we we will be repeating what you talk about to Glenn so he can weigh in on the conversation. So, we're not being repetitive. Uh, we apologize if that seems repetitive. So, uh, call in is open now. There's the phone number right there. <clears throat> oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I put some time in there. That is awesome. I'm just All right. Uh, so we can discuss your topic with us. By, oh, I'm sorry. You can discuss your topic by calling us at, look at your screen, 980-330-1256. Oops, <laughs> so, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. 980-330-1256. Yeah, we're good. That's right. I like that it's right there, too. Yeah, it's right there. I'm going to keep it right there the whole time, so you can call in at any point in time. But uh, as always, we have some topics we're going to jump into until we have a call in. So, uh, Dutch, you want to jump into the first topic? Yes, here we go. So, first topic is going to be uh, basically an injury roundup. So, we're going to touch on that a little bit. Um, So, Kenny Omega. I don't know if you two know, but he is injured right now. But he will be uh, back wrestling on uh, September 24th for uh, his... You're getting in front of Glenn. You can't... I'm sorry. Nope, you're good. Glenn's our guest. We can't block Glenn. Okay. But uh, Kenny Omega will be ready to go for his uh, September 24th match against Juice Robinson for the IWGP Championship. Um, uh, Excuse me, IWGP championship the north american one so that will be on schedule the way it's going and uh the second injury roundup is uh ray mysterio he's actually been wrestling hurt for a little bit and um do we know it's hurt yes he did go to a hospital after a match Uh, i actually have a uh some stuff that i wrote down on the injury it said uh Rey mysterio reportedly suffered an ankle injury while working for the catch wrestling promotion in austria uh, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Ray. Oh, nope, you're good. Ray was competing in an eight man single elimination tournament, tournament in four cities from August 30th through September 2nd. And uh, he made it to the finals and he appeared apologizing for the injury, promising to return to Vienna to make up for it. His opponent, uh, Joe Doring, then attacked him, but Ray made a quick, like, comeback. And. Uh, he rolled him, uh, hit him with a 619, rolled him up, got the win. And after that, he went to the hospital, got checked it out. Checked out. Mm-hmm. It's not serious, but they said he is injured, but he's still going to wrestle injured, though. So this is my question. When is it appropriate to wrestle injured? When is it okay? What kind of impact does it have on your fans? Um, like, how do you play that into your storyline, you know? Especially like a guy like Rey Mysterio, that people bought these tickets to see Rey Mysterio. You know, he's a he's a household name. People love him. So, what do you do with something like that? You know. Um. Oh, and by the way, whoever called, uh, call back. Yeah, Dutch screwed it up. We have our first caller on a live show, and Dutch doesn't answer it. Dude, we go ahead. 
Hold on, I'm trying to see if our feed's still up. I think our feed is up still. I'm pretty I don't know sure if it is or not. I'm yeah, pretty sure okay. we're good. I guess yeah. it is. So go ahead. What do you think? Uh, I think it depends from a. Do you want it from a wrestling perspective, like a wrestler's perspective? I want no, no, no. I want it from, like, I, I want you to be the business guy. It depends on the situation. Okay, I want you to because, tell me from the business side. Because you you're in wrestling to make money. Yeah. And when you're somebody like Rey Mysterio, you get paid a lot of money for each match. Yes, you do. So it's a matter of uh, you can be you can be like say you can be like Angle. Okay. Angle really didn't want to wrestle anymore, or he wanted to wrestle, but he wanted to wrestle for WWE. Yeah. And, I, and this is this is what I've heard and what I've read. I, I don't have a conversation with Kurt Angle. I don't know if this is true or not. <laughs> but uh, they uh, basically he they in England they offered him so much money that he couldn't turn it down. Mm-hmm. Or they okay. or he gave them an offer that was crazy, and they were like. Okay, we'll do that. Sure. And I'm sure they made their money. But, I mean, that's the thing is, like, every wrestler has a price. Million dollar man. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it just it, you have to determine, uh, in a sense, are they calling again, Dutch, and you're not answering it? Um, every, like, every wrestler has a price. So, basically, if, if I was Rey Mysterio, and my, my take on it is if I get paid X amount of dollars – Per X amount of dollars per show, I will wrestle X amount of shows to make X amount of money, and then take time off to heal the injury. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes no, sense. No, it it makes perfect sense. Uh, so, by the way, so when I was answering, it said that the caller hung up. So whoever it was, call back. Because Dutch doesn't pay attention to his oh phone. Oh my god, me and Patrick. This is now 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 you get to see. Like what I have to deal with on a regular basis. No, I answered it, and it's like, like your caller has hung no, up. No, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have a little bitch session in front of you guys, but <laughs> me and Dutch are gonna have a little. You see all this? Yeah, I see all this. Do you see like see the this graphics and that and this? This is, this is the work that I put in. All you have to do is answer the phone. When people and I call. did. And guess what it said? Your you caller hung up. I pointed it out to you while because it's, it's sitting on the dog crate. You know what, Patrick? I don't need your crap today, buddy. Especially on the live feed. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, you know what? Your dog. Yeah, my dog. Now my dog's making noise. <laughs> anybody, anybody else want to come over to my house and make a bunch of noise while we're trying to do this? Glenn, on, come just on. yell one time. Glenn, just one just time, just yell. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, it comes, like, to each his own, to, uh, I mean, each, uh, each wrestler has his own, uh, each wrestler has its own, his own, like, feel within himself of whether he can go or not. So people wrestle in the WWE hurt because A, they don't want to lose their spot, and B, they don't want to lose money. Same thing on the indies. So well, you, so it comes down to two things. Do you if if you cancel a booking with a big I'm I, I assume when you're at the level of Rey Mysterio, uh people take that from him. When you're at the level of Rey Mysterio, you get paid a good amount of money per booking, and the bookings that you are getting uh, are with high-end independent companies because that's who can afford you. So if you cancel one of those bookings with, that com- with those companies, whether, whether you're injured or not, it's, it doesn't matter. To, sometimes it doesn't matter to the, to the bookers. 
or the or the owners of the company. So you feel like some like people they put just their don't stock in crap. you, and then you have to cancel because you're injured. That could that could kill off any future bookings with that company. Yeah, I mean, say, I feel like you say as if I'm, say if I'm making, and this is this is not a Ray Mysterio price point. This is just yeah. uh, this is for example purposes. Sure. If I'm making two thousand dollars for a booking because I've been on WWE television or I've been in TNA, WTNA champion. Yeah, let's be honest, no TNA champion gets that. <laughs> but uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> what's what's going on lately? Uh, like, I, I'm going to try to do as many bookings as I can. But the problem with the problem. Like I'm gonna go into a whole other subject. I'm sorry to get off on a rant. The problem is when you have people that come out, and it's not even a problem for them. It's just a matter of you have people that were in the WWE system or the NXT system. They get let go, and then they're trying to make that X amount of money per week that they were making. Yeah. So if they're getting if they if their booking fee is it's not a salary it's not a salary fee like it was. It's not a salary fee like it was in NXT. It's a booking fee. Yeah. So you're trying to make that much money each week. You're going to book three or four different shows to where you were, book, you were wrestling two or three shows, but they were house shows, and then you had a big TV taping. And then uh, is your phone screwed up? I don't know what's going on, but it keeps saying that the caller is hanging up, and I am answering it. I'm hitting one like I'm supposed to, and it keeps saying that it's hanging up. So, uh, Corey, call back again, buddy. Is this you your friend, your guaranteed caller that's been calling this no, whole time? No, that's not the guaranteed um, one, but there's a private number that but, keeps calling. So so, so to, to end my point, where, where you run into an issue is you can book yourself so much trying to make the same amount of money you made in WWE or yeah. even more than you made in WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's where injuries come into play. Absolutely. So as you, as a, uh, as a booker, would you – Book somebody that's hurt. Uh, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to be the promotion that it's, booked well, a guy that's injured and then he furthered his injury at my promotion. What's, the, what's your thoughts, Glenn? Uh, as a fan, uh, wrestlers, when they get uh, injured, I want to see them heal up first before uh, coming back. Yeah, I know I'm going to miss them seeing them on TV and everything, but – it's uh you know I want them to get healthy and stuff first before getting back in the ring. Absolutely. That way, you know, like their career lasts longer and stuff. I agree. Like, you know, if somebody's injured, you're injured. You can't really help it. Like, go off TV for a little bit. You know, write a storyline that that accommodates it, and let's let's no, do something else. Because I, I don't want. Are you talking about WWE? Anybody. No. See, WWE is a different beast. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But I'm saying if I'm an indie promotion and I had Riddle that was supposed to be on my show, but he ended up getting an injury. Oh, he doesn't show up. Like, I'm going to be like, you know what? No, uh, let, let's try and figure something else out. Like, maybe you can make an appearance still, but I don't want you wrestling if you're injured. Because, like I said, I don't want that on my conscience that you potentially could hurt yourself even more. But then you're going to deal with people that – complain because they came to see they that's what they want to see they want to see them wrestle well then they're selfish. they can go to a convention to see oh all like wrestling fans are selfish very selfish and i get that but you know what if you're gonna sit there and complain that somebody's hurt hmm. they put their they put their body on the line every night and you have the audacity to complain that that person's hurt but oh he's hurt oh well get out there and wrestle you're not the one that's hurt you're not the one out there putting your body on the line they'll get over it and it for somebody to in my opinion for somebody to lose fans because of that mm -hmm. you're just not a real fan then because like like lynn was touching on you know what just 
you don't, as a fan, you don't want to see them hurt their career even more. Like it's just not worth it. If you have to stay sidelined for two months, then stay sidelined for two months. Like there's no point in you just furthering that injury. I mean, like if I had Glenn on my show and he twists his ankle, doctors come in and hey man, he needs to stay off of it. If he doesn't, man, it could really tear some ligaments. Okay, so you you were out for two weeks, you injure yourself, now you're out for three to four months. Just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense and like I said, if you're hurt, well, like stay I said, out, it's, it's heal hard. Up. It's hard to answer that question because there's so many variables, and so and the the situation is so, like in in Omega's situation. Okay. I feel like he's, he's which been, he's rehabbing. He's now. been on top. Yeah, he's he's got 30 days of rehab. I just had a source fill me in. Yeah. Uh, but he's been on top in New Japan for so long that he he can take a break, and when he comes back, he's going to be even bigger than he was before, and. Just accept it. Hello? And it's uh. They keep hanging up. I didn't even touch it. Oh, well, if you're if you're an unknown caller, f you. We're not answering your phone call anymore because you keep hanging hanging up. We keep trying to answer it, and every time it's hanging up on you, or you're so, hanging up, we don't know exactly what's going on. Yeah, we're trying we're trying to be professionals here, and yeah, you're not. <laughs> All we ask is that we work with calling professionals. Just, just like call Glenn. Yeah. Like Glenn. Because yeah. when, when you're a calling professional, then you don't even have to call in. You just show up. We've never had a problem with Glenn. He calls in, boom, he's on, and here we go. Yeah. And look, so, he's even in our living room. Your living room. Yeah. Me and Dutch do not live together. We do not. Well, we kind of do. He just doesn't like to admit it. So. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to touch on that? I don't. <laughs> Moving on. So back to so we're back to Kenny Omega. Okay. I think Omega two things. Omega being hurt and taking time off is going to make him an even bigger deal when he comes back. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's if you that's if you know how to play it. Okay. I feel I feel that if you if you know how to play it then you have to like you have to play into the like if I, okay, Glenn, I'm sorry, we're not letting you talk. If if I was booking it and somebody got hurt, okay, and I knew they were hurt, and sure. they could do and they could do one match, one more match before they have to rehab, or if they if and there's somebody that can protect them, like across the ring from them, okay, I would have them like somehow somewhat get injured, like work get injured in the match, work on that, fight through it, and then end up having to either tap out or that just got the best of them. Okay. And now and now they go out with the shoulder injury that was already that was a shoot shoulder injury. Okay. Yeah. But it plays into the storyline. And sure. then when they come back from that shoulder injury, you've made them you've made them successful before they even left for their return. Absolutely. You that's, you build that comeback story. That's the best way to play it as a as a but not you don't always get that luxury. No, you don't. You you really don't, but I do agree with what I do like that though. Like play it into the match, you know, somebody that can protect them. So, let's let's do that. Yeah. The uh, yeah, my house is a freaking zoo. Wow. Like we do this. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. yeah. Just so you guys know, like we're doing a live broadcast for the first time ever on Facebook Live. We have a seven-year-old in a box suit walking around in the background. <laughs> a dog just trying to dig something out from underneath the, the love seat. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. 
and now we've locked them both outside on the back porch. So they're out there for the rest of the hour. Maybe. No, Maybe. They'll, they'll come back in. Yeah. Obviously. But yeah. Somebody else, somebody's calling Dutch. Get go. on your game, Dutch. Glenn, how you doing back there, bud? I'm doing good, man. I'm just excited to be here. Give us something. What do you? What is your take on wrestling injured? Um, to back to what you guys were talking about with uh, injuries and stuff. Uh, have you ever encountered like uh, I guess a promoter pressuring a wrestler to perform hurt? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Just to make that, I guess, uh, like you were saying, uh, the promoter has to give the fans what they want and stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, yeah. It happens, but I mean, a lot of a lot of the times, it's the talent putting pressure on themselves when they don't necessarily have to. Yeah, that they have to perform because, uh, especially like big match circumstances, there's a big match that has been built, 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 and then somebody gets hurt, and they it's it's more of a shock to their ego than it is to the promoter saying, "Listen, this, this, and that." So it's more 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 along the lines of a wrestler saying, "I can go." I can go, and you have to tell them, no, you can't. And that's one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do, and that's a hot conversation. It's one of the hardest conversations you'll ever have to do or ever have to have or ever have with a wrestler is when you feel like, listen, your health is important because you can become blind by that because every like to, to, a, to a wrestler, and not to, not to downplay wrestlers, and I know we got a caller, and we'll get to you in one second. Uh, hang, hang tight. Uh, to... To a wrestler, every big match is a potential opportunity. Yes. That's how that's that's how your brain is trained. It's almost like that match could be the one. So if they if they never get that opportunity again, they think that you took that away from them because somebody could have seen that match because it was on that that level or that had that much hype behind it, which is not necessarily the case. Is I mean, if I've always been like in my booking, and I can't speak for everybody, and I feel like I've this, and pe- some people might say I'm lying, some people might say I I I, I do or I stand by this, is if I if I give somebody if I build somebody up to an opportunity, and something happens to where they can't take advantage of the opportunity, then that that opportunity will be granted later, when they're healthy, like I will keep that promise and I will get them back to the opportunity. Yeah. It might take it might take six months, it might take a year, <clears throat> but we will get you back to the opportunity and make it bigger and better. When you when you finally can cash in on that opportunity, when you come in, I mean, hey, touch on that perfect example, uh, Ethan. Yeah, Ethan got hurt with an ankle. He was out for two months. And well, we gave him the opportunity. He didn't take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, but now. But yeah, he yeah. had his matches. Yeah, he got he got back to that point. Yeah, and that's and then and then made killer matches and has gotten him bookings elsewhere. Super and good Ethan, bookings too. Yeah, Ethan. Yeah, Ethan's killing it. But you want to go to the caller? Yeah, let's do. Let's bring them in. All right. So uh, now a few, three, two, excuse me, will help me welcome Corey. He's back. Corey, can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up, dude? You doing good, man? Hey, man, I'm great, man. You know, before I start talking, you know, crazy, uh, shout out to the podcast. Appreciate y'all having me. Oh, yeah, uh, man. And shout out to my unborn child. We had the workup appointment today. 160 beats per minute, you know, everything's everything. Yes, uh, Corey is going to be a Faja. So that is going to be happening very, very, very soon. Well, not very, very soon, but Congrats. within the next nine months. <laughs> are you are you watching the live feed, Corey, or not? Say it again? Are you watching the live feed? Because if you are, you can look right over Glenn's shoulder, and this is what you got to deal with in seven I'm, years. I, I'm not. Uh, I, I looked at the live feed for like a half a second. 
and uh, then I, I wrote some crap, and then I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and call up because I really don't even know what the topic is. But oh, I, I like I you guys even... so much. <laughs> no, we're, I decided uh... to just call up. Our yeah, first topic talking. that we talked about was kind of like an injury roundup uh, with Kenny Omega. Um, he's rehabbing his knee, and then Rey Mysterio has a leg problem. I'm not, I think it's his ankle. Uh, we were just uh, doing something about that, you know, but whatever. But did you have a topic for us, my man? Uh, I mean, yeah, no. I, I, it's, it's not like a topic that I'm really like I don't feel so heavy about it as I did, you know, the first time I called up and I had, you know, this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. It's really more about, like, it's really more about the women's division. You know, after watching Raw, were you moved about anything that's going on in the women's division right now? Wow. I can't touch on this because I have no idea what's going on. So you're talking about specifically the May Young Classic? No, no it's it, it, not that. It's just just period. Like I'm, I feel like I should be more moved, and I'm not. Okay, you know, so I don't. I'm gonna I put. I don't care that Sasha's facing uh, Alexa Bliss, and I don't care that Mia's in the background. Like I just, right. I, sh- I feel like I should care more. And I'm gonna say this: I think the May Young Classic is happening at the right time because I think that the women's division in the WWE right now is very much dead. On Raw. I really do think it's dead mm-hmm. on Raw. I won't say that about SmackDown because I love Natalia's champion. I love the little Carmella money in the bank thing they're doing. The James Ellsworth thing was a little weird with Carmella. But still, at the same time, I do think the Raw division is very dead. I really feel like they've kind of broken Sasha to a point where I don't care anymore. Because every time she wins that belt, she holds it for two weeks and then she drops it. Who wants to see that? Not yeah. even her. Like she's even said it on multiple podcasts that she's not a three-time women's champion. She's a three-time, two-week holder, title holder is what she is. Um, she doesn't even consider herself a champion because she's only hold, held it for I think a total of six weeks out of three times of holding it, which is right. absurd. It's yeah. super absurd. Yeah. She that chick should have hold, held that title for at least I don't know what five six months out of three title reigns. That's just that yeah, blows my mind. Being nice about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, it really is. So, I think Asuka coming to Raw is just basically going to be like, "Hey, we're going to strap the title on her for a while until we can start getting these May Young Classic people in and trying to get some more depth into these shows because it's going nowhere on Raw, nowhere." And well, that, 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 go ahead. Sir, that's very optimistic of you, but I think they're going to ruin Asuka. I bet you she loses her second match. No, just no. because that's how the no. WWE does. If no, Oscar comes in, her. they need somebody. They need somebody to come in and just run. They're, they're going to ruin her. I, th- I, I see feel it. I feel it in my soul. I think you're being pessimistic, sir. And this is what I think. I am. I really am. <laughs> I'm gonna, and I'm going I'm to let you guys battle it out. So, I'm not. I, and ask me, am I sorry about it? Go ahead, ask me. Corey, I know you're not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm just not. Look, I, I love Oscar. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like they're going to ruin her. They're going to ruin it somehow with her. I think that Oscar coming in, I think she's going to come in and annihilate everybody. And the the match that she's supposed to have, the good match, is going to be a, against Naya. I think Naya takes that belt. After Naya takes it, Oscar comes in and she just basically crushes everybody in her path. And then the first time she fights Nia, it's either going to be disqualification, it's going to be some 
BS ending to the match that should be, and then the second time they fight, Oscar's going to take it. So I, I just don't see. I just don't see how they could crush Oscar. What are you laughing? At? Hold, on, hold on, Corey. I'm sorry. Hold on. What? Are you good? No, yeah, I'm laughing at Box Boy behind you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, Corey, go ahead. Yeah, I, I got you. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, we, we've seen Oscar and Nia Jax already, and we're probably going to see it play out the exact same way. I agree that Nia's going to have the, the, the strap by the time, you know, Oscar's going to be going for it, but we're going to see the exact same match. There's not going to be too much mystery as how it's going to go. No, there's no mystery. Sure, the personal might go, like, disqualification, but how it goes when Oscar actually gets the belt is yeah. going to be the exact same way it happened at NXT. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not really – like, I'd much rather see – I mean, this is just being crazy, but I'm just let, – let's say Emma actually does something worthwhile and gets uh, the title, and then she goes against Oscar. Well, that's different. We and, haven't seen that. But the thing is, me – and you and Glenn, as us being wrestling fans, seeing Emma do something would actually be meaningful. Like, yeah. WWE has been just holding her back and holding her back. And now I'm to the point, I'm like, stop with the BS with her. Just put her in a match, put her, let her go over on somebody that's worth a crap, and then have her for, fight for the title. Because I'm going to be honest, if Emma was in the title shot or the title hunt, I'd be okay with it. Very okay. And the thing with Paige, I agree. like, God almighty, I've never seen a Is division. No, we're oh. still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting. And if you have Paige in there, and then Emma's actually doing something, and Oscar comes out there, then you have three people that are worth something, and then the May Young Classic finale is coming up very soon. Uh, is that tonight, Corey? Which has yes, been tonight. excellent. It's been excellent. And you could take these May Young Classic competitors, and you could half them, literally, Raw and SmackDown, 16, I mean, you don't have to put 16 women on each show. That's a lot, but mm -hmm. you could put 10 of these women just on that and take everybody that's off of Raw and SmackDown, and you would be perfectly fine with a whole new division. That's how okay. bad and, and, uh, You said what? You have to and, uh, put, have to put uh, the, uh, the remaining the remaining 12 no, on. No, no, you, got, you need to put everybody. Anybody that you bring up from the Mae Young Classic needs to go to NXT. No, I agree with that, but I'm saying how bad the division in Raw SmackDown is. You could do this with the Mae Young uh, May Young Classic, and it would still be. Uh, have you seen the matches? I have. They're great. They are. They're super great. Excellent. Just take that. But it's easy. Put it on it's easy to do those matches in a tournament like that. I understand but it's not, that, but it's not as easy to do that every week. It's not easy to do it every week. You can slow it down and still be good, though. You still can. As <clears throat> as somebody that does it for a living, you know that. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not that it's not hard. Just give them some creative, and they can tell the story. There's too many hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. Way too well, many. That's, that's WWE as a, as a whole. And I get that. Yeah, it is. I yeah. get that. And Okay, Glenn. Yes. Touch on the subject with Raw's women di or women's division on Raw versus SmackDown. From Raw's women's division, it seems like the same people keep getting the same chances, the same matches. Mm -hmm. it's, it's actually getting stale. Yeah. It was actually been that way, like, even – I know they put on stellar matches, but it was even like that with uh, Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Yes, I agree. Uh, SmackDown Women's Division, it seems like the contenders are cycling through for the championship and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems like it's, I guess, fresher and stuff. So, yeah. 
it seems like SmackDown's probably got the edge on Raw as far as that. I agree with that. I mean, look at their champion right now. I mean, I'm not saying anything about Alexa. I don't actually like Alexa as champion. Yeah. But they give her crap storylines, dude. It is yeah. not good. But the <clears throat> it feels like the writing for SmackDown just as a whole. Yeah. But I, I even for for women's it, for the women's division is so fresh all the time. It's just always something different. Like yeah. I, I like that. Like you have Naomi that's still kind of in the title hunt, but Carmella's teasing Natalia for cashing it in. I mean, they they seem to have the right idea in the right direction to do this with. Um, I don't know what the difference in the writing is. I mean, I really, really I don't. Because they actually have the money in the bank on SmackDown. Like, you can do just yeah. about anything with with the specter of Miss Money in the Bank cashing in whatever, as opposed to Raw, where you just have Alexa Bliss, who's, you know, pretty and talented, and then you have Sasha, who's pretty and talented and looks like she's about to break her neck every week. <laughs> and, you know, you have all... you. Both brands have crazy, talented women. Yeah. But the difference is you have more creative people on the SmackDown side. Because if I'm not mistaken, isn't Road Dog head of SmackDown yes. now? Yes. Yes, you're correct. You know, you're talking about somebody that knows wrestling. Oh, absolutely. That's, in his blood. That's why SmackDown is so much better. It's because they have an actual wrestler writing for them. You put a wrestler right. writing... It's well, going to be fine. And I don't like to say a charismatic, smart one. That Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. used to love to hear from. And the thing he is, knows he's, what the crowd wants to see. Yeah, and he's actually in tune with wrestling fans. He's one of those guys right. that is in touch with wrestling fans. He talks to fans. He hears what they want. It's almost like the right He's more in for, touch with this generation. Absolutely. As to, you know, no disrespect to Michael Hayes, even though he didn't, you know, allegedly wasn't fans of black people, but, you know, he just, you know, he, he I feel like he was a step behind yeah. and just got more credit than he deserved. He's, as, you know, as opposed to that, for that moment, as opposed to Road Dog, who's actually, you know, hands-on and knows what this generation at least needs to see for the next generation. Absolutely. I, I can appreciate what he does. Yeah, yeah, like... I think Michael Hayes' problem is the same thing with Vince. With Vince, Triple H has a grasp. We've seen what he's done with the Mae Young Classic. We've seen what he's done with the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. Uh, we've seen what he's done with NXT. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Raw and you see how poorly it's performing because Vince is running it and he's trying to run it like a very old school style and trying to be surprising. Like... That's not what we want. We don't want surprising. We want something fresh. I, I don't like to sit there and watch something that doesn't make sense. And it seems like the women's yeah. division makes no well, sense I think, on Raw. I think that it's there's there's one solid reason that it's such so there's so drastic difference between NXT and when they came up to the main roster. Yeah, and that is they're overproduced in WWE. Okay. I feel like in NXT you have a you have a situation where Hunter, which I don't know this this is what I've heard from friends that work for that work for NXT and that have worked for NXT, is you have a situation where Hunter's like, okay, this is where we're trying to go with you, this is our idea, go out there and do it, yeah, and it gives them the freedom to do it, yeah, to where to where in I feel like in WWE by the by the looks and the feel of everything 
They're like, you need to do the, you need to say it like this. You need to walk like this. You need to you need to shimmy like this. You need to sell this move like this. And make and sure just, you're at. And when you do that, you take all talent out of out of the wrestlers. Yeah. Because then, then they're then so, they're actors going through the moves. Yeah. So let me ask this: to having the matches, you got some Glenn? <clears throat> no, I was just agreeing with what you were saying ah. and stuff. Um, that's so, why. That's why we got Glenn here. <laughs> so, do you feel? And I mean, I'm asking this to everybody, whoever wants to chime in. Do we feel that NXT lets the women's division and that have more control? Let them do what they kind of want. Like, hey, be mad, but do it how you would want. How you should, mm-hmm. and then at the end, this is what's got to happen, though. But everything in the middle, do what you want. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because I feel like when I watch NXT, that the wrestlers tell that story, and then at the end, it's kind of like uh, Hunter says, "Hey, this is how it's got to end." Yeah, like, well, and, mean, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, but you have to guide that aspect because that—that's the catalyst of the of the story moving forward. Absolutely. So, uh, but but you got no the, choice. In order, when when people have five star matches, it's when you give them the freedom to put together the matches, because in in any in any aspect of of life, in in any aspect of work, if you believe in what you're doing and you're doing it your way, you're going to be more successful than if somebody's on you, micromanaging you. Yeah. Telling you how to do every step of the way. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because then, then you become passionate. When you're when you're coached, like, I mean, we'll, we'll use the NFL analogy. Okay. Uh, you have Tom Brady, who okay. is might be one of the is probably is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yep. And he did it his way. Then he what he did is he molded around. The Belichick system, absolutely. But he still did it his way, absolutely. And that's because he came from he came from not being drafted to the, one of the be- probably one of the best quarterbacks in, mm-hmm. in the in the world Seven or in round. the history. And that that's what happens uh, when you have somebody like RG three who comes to to Washington, and that coach says, "This is how we're going to do it." This is the offense that we're going to forcing do. everything. We're going to do enforces everything. Yeah. Then you contain him, and then he starts losing his passion. And you just kind of throw him into because, the fire it's because like, then it becomes a job. I yeah. mean, it's always a job, but that that passion that you have is what keeps it from being a job job. Absolutely. I mean, even even when you're passionate about something and you love what you're doing, it's going to eventually become a job. Yeah. I know that with a bunch of stuff that I've done. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but but if you can keep that passion, it, that's what that's what takes people to the next level. That's what makes the average the average wrestler like better than everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And I think that's what that's what's getting lost in all of WWE. It's just become like a job. And I mean, I was listening to the Pritchard podcast and he's talking and he was talking about how he thinks that the wrestlers have gotten lazy, not because they're lazy, but because they're told everything to do. Absolutely. So then you have no creative like control and you can pitch stuff and once you get and and that's what and then Conrad came back and he's like well, when you pitch stuff and keep getting shut down, eventually you become gun-shy. Absolutely. And, that, and I think that's a thing that's so, going on. What we can do now is we can seg- segue into our next topic. Um, so, uh, Corey, did you have anything else for us, my man? Nah, man, I just wanted to call up, you know, I want you all to hear my voice because it's melodious and it's good for the soul. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Corey, I, agree. I agree with that. Uh, but, you know, shout, shout out to y'all. Thank uh, you. Shout out to Wrestling 704. Our champion yes. will be crowned. Anybody in the group. They I'm have no idea yet either. They and, uh, have no idea. And it's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. On and as far as uh, PWX goes, somebody put me on something. Somebody what? put you on what? Uh, or, uh, isn't that the name of the promotion? Yeah, PWX. PWX. What? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So, somebody put me on something, man. I need to be the hype man. I need to go out uh, there. Oh, oh <laughs> I need yeah. something. We can make that happen. We can make that happen. Hey, what are you doing Saturday? I need something. What am I doing Saturday? Need something. Yeah. Depends on what time. What are we talking? Three o'clock, night. right? No, it's nighttime. It's Saturday show. Seven thirty. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Shorty will be working, so you know it, that's got the number. But well. yeah. All right, Corey. It's always a pleasure, man. And uh, by the way, congratulations. Right, oh yeah, and congratulations, yeah, congrats, on man. Thank you, bro. A little one coming. Right, and uh, just, just watch this. Watch this video back, and at about the forty. It's like five minute mark. You'll see a seven year old running around in a box. In a box. <laughs> Behind it, <laughs> and, and you'll know. This is what you got to look for. Outstanding. Is there anything written on the box, though? No, no, not yet. no but the box is cut out like a robot. <laughs> it's perfect, dude. Right. He's the Amazon man. That's what's going on. Thanks, Corey. Don't we appreciate it, man. You yeah, have right, a good Corey. one, dude. Take care, man. All right. Ah, good old Corey. I love Corey. He has literally uh, been working on something for Wrestling 704. Uh, I can't say it because it's his baby. But he's got something going on, and I do know for a fact that uh, Patrick is going to be in there more often. I know Glenn is going to be in there even more that you're in there. Um, It's going to be a very cool thing, and he wants to be able to be the commissioner of what he's going to do, so we're going to let him do it. And I think it's going to be very nice, actually. I think it's going to be super, super cool. All right, we're going to take a moment because – We've had people talking to us the whole time on, on Facebook Live. Hey, hit me with it. And we up? forget that this is our first time on Facebook Live, and we're usually just going looking at a light and a computer screen, yep. making sure that everything's going. So I'm going to shoot through these real quick. Okay. Uh, what's up, Joel? What's up? Joel has a podcast. Oh, that yeah. you need to listen to. What's the way you remember the name of it? I'm sorry, Joel. Tell me the name of it. Text me the name of it, Joel, so it's, I can uh, it Wait, out. I could tell you. It's the number. Um, none. No, it's not. It's... um. Son of a yeah, we'll look I, it up. I, I, the shout? No, it's something Leanne like Gether that. Said, hey, cousin Christian. Hey, how are you? Hello, Leanne. Leslie, how are you, bud? Uh, Brad Wilson said Nia Jax replacing Charlotte as the top heel in Raw is what killed the division. I agree. I agree. I agree Absolutely. Well yeah. done. Well played. Uh, hello, Blake. You know Blake Ginther. Yeah. yeah. What's all, up? All of Dutch's family join in on that. <laughs> uh, Leanne, the guy in the back is Glenn. He is like our number one fan. It's Mr. War Games. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he called Like we had him call. Like we didn't have him calling. He's called in almost every show, and he has ridiculous topics and gets into amazing. <laughs> he actually uh, gets like in the nitty gritty of things. Yeah, too. yeah, and makes us think about things. That's what I love about Glenn. He makes us think about things that we don't just come up in conversation. Corey's more like so. um, more blunt. He's like, you know what sucks. This, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So that's everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. We still got about what thirty, thirty-five minutes. Thirty-five minutes. Yeah. So uh, jump on it, Leanne. Said, "Hey, Glenn, what's up, Leanne? Leanne. What up, what up yeah. Leanne? Hey, Leanne, how are you Leanne, doing? Leanne sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> so." Uh, so yeah, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll, I promise I'll step. I give it to Glenn so he can uh, listen to uh, to phone calls because we're. He wasn't even keeping up, man. Yeah, 
Scott Glenn, you had one was, job. <laughs> no, he was. He was, I was listening. listening. Yeah, he was listening back here. <laughs> it was I like had two seconds in. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Blake's got a question for us. Okay, Blake. So hey, I tell you what, we'll, we'll hold callers. Let me click this off. Okay. So we'll hold callers for right now, and okay. we're going to answer questions on Facebook Live for the people that are watching. Let's do it, man. So, like uh, Glenn, I'm not Who's Glenn. Sorry, Blake. sorry, Glenn. Hey, Glenn. What's up? I'm just trying to cover my screw up. <laughs> <laughs> what up? So uh, Blake asks, "What is you guys' favorite wrestlers? Favorite wrestler of all time? Um, are, we going, are we going all time? Blake, you want all time or right now? Well, let's do both. Why not? Okay. So right now, I think everybody can tell me who my favorite wrestler is. I don't even think I have to say it. Um, since he came back to WWE, yeah, I knew yeah, it. It's uh, it's actually a tie. It's Shelton Benjamin and AJ Styles. Uh, all time. Uh, it's actually kind of weird. Uh, favorite WWE slash F wrestler is Edge. Uh, favorite WCW wrestler is Sting. And then favorite wrestler around the world was Ultimo Dragon. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Glenn, you're up. Okay. Uh, all time, 80s surfer Sting. Pound mm, yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, I'm an old baby. Yeah. So that is what I'm talking about. That's my boy right there. I grew up in the country. Mm. That's so all we watched was Sting. <laughs> Sting versus Flair. Gotta love it. Oh, that love match it. was great. Uh, currently, uh, in the WWE, I got to say AJ Styles. My, hit it right there again, baby. That's what I'm talking Man, about. I like AJ Styles because I, I follow his career from when, you know, the dying no. days of WCW. Oh, yeah. He, he was in that tournament. Yeah. That tag, a Cruiserweight uh, tag Air tournament. Air Air Raid, yeah. that's right, yeah. yeah. I followed him from then, and uh, I didn't know where he went to after WCW. Oh, uh, he went to Australia. Yeah, so because uh, Australia in- had the um, like ECW and WCW guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after those two promotions folded, they kind of had something in Australia that was like super big, and then after that, okay. it just kind of. Yeah, I uh, I picked up on his career again at, at uh, TNA, and uh, just followed him ever since. He built that house, literally. Yep, he, did. he did, brick by uh, brick. So, my turn. Wait, no, no love for Shelton, dude. Well, Shelton Benjamin's good, but you know. <laughs> hey, you watch your mouth there, sir. That's, what, that's, that's where I am with it, Glenn. That's where I am with. Go ahead, Pat. Um, uh, all time. I I picture you being like a all time like Kurt Henning kind of guy. Yeah, it's it's definitely a technician. Um, I love Henning. Like I like I like little things about everybody. Um, I'm surprised I didn't even say like honestly Benoit because yeah, I was gonna say Benoit. Too. I mean if 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 I can't I can't answer it all time, but what I can answer is my the most what I who I love to re- watch wrestle. Okay, is yeah. Arn is Arn Anderson. Yeah. Really? Yes. Just because of I how just, like no, tough just, he was? Yeah. No, because of his movements. His craft. Like, like his movements are amazing. His kicks, his stomps. His punches, his selling, his graps. Oh yeah, his graps. I mean, like take away, like not not to take away from his tag team wrestling ability, his singles wrestling ability. Like I watched a match between it was from New Japan. It was in the nineties, and it was Arn Anderson versus Stunning Steve Austin. Oh, I bet that match was Japan. nice. And they they like built this entire match, and like didn't hardly took a bump, like sold like shoot wrestling. Mm-hmm. And like and hammer locks and arm lock and arm bars Punches and, and kicks. stuff like and yeah yeah and I was like dude it's insane like from the horseman I loved him in his role in the horseman the original horseman to the horseman I even loved when he gave us gave up a spot who what was he called when he was um 
when he was with uh, Larry Zabisco? The Enforcers? The Enforcers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it's like... The, the Dangerous for, Alliance? So, I can't say... Yeah. I can't say that he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but he is my favorite wrestler to watch any at any point in his career. Like, old, new, like, yeah. old, uh, like... Not really recent, but like late WCW. And I, I like that you said that because it, it is hard. Like those are my favorite wrestlers of all time that I watched. But um, like some people that I absolutely hold up to, like uh, I loved Benoit's in ring, uh, New Japan, WCW, WWE. Like uh, I absolutely loved watching him and uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Loved Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is another one. Yeah. yeah like it's insane. Angle is one of those guys that put it well, on the but line. But I mean, like our like that's that's when. Like Glenn said, he's an '80s baby. Yeah. You were born when you were you born '87. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I watched '90s wrestling. So, like, it's so hard in our in our day and age because I mean it's, it's hard so for '80s it's hard for '80s wrestlers or '80 '80s fans, but it's it's not because you have your Mid Atlantic people, then you have your Houston people, yeah, then you have your New York people, absolutely, then you, and they're and they're all going from that. That's why that's why the Mid Atlantic Fan Fest that Price puts up does every year. Does so well, and that's why WrestleCade does so well everywhere. Like every year, such a variety. It's because it's because they bring in like like WrestleCade does a good job of bringing in like new and old. Yeah. To whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas to the NW, the Mid Atlantic <laughs> Fan Fest is held in Charlotte, like brings in all the old school Mid Atlantic guys. Yes. And uh, like and everybody anybody that's from this area that grew up in this area that watched wrestling in this area is uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to Brad. Brad, hang on, we're gonna get to your question because this is a good question. Um. No, you just answer the question when I read it to you. Ouch. You're um, so brutal today. Because yeah. you, you missed like 10 calls. Wow. I'm going to punch you in your 10 call. Yeah, wow. after we get off there. Yeah, I'll let you punch me. But, um, I'll referee the fight. Yeah. yeah. Glenn's refereeing the fight. Um, but, uh, shit, you made me forget what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Oh, the minute, like, it, but when we, you, you got to look in the 90s, you had Austin, Rock, Angle, Triple H, Undertaker, in, on WCW side, NWO Sting, Hall and Nash, Luger, Buff Bagwell. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Macho. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? I didn't say Luger. I don't Booker T. Booker T. Yeah, yes, Booker T. Booker T is the Chris so Benoit, Dean Chris Malenko, Benoit. Jushin Thunder Liger. Dude, it's Eddie like when you look at when you look Great at one. the rosters that came through in the '90s and early 2000s. It's insane the so, talent that was there. To finish this off, I haven't given you my one now. Oh, yeah, you but didn't. I'm going to stick with the trend. I'm going to say AJ. Just because AJ. We're all three here, baby. Right there. You see that? By our Unity. powers combined. <laughs> we are AJ Styles. <laughs> we, we like AJ Styles. So, your Mount Rushmore, your Four Horsemen, your NWO, your Cliff, DX. you're right, DDP. DDP. DDP? Yeah. Oh, God, DDP was yeah. so... Oh. I was just so, all right, so wrap this up because Brad put in a good question. Okay, and right so, now, and if you're just joining us right now, we're answering questions on Facebook Live if you're watching on Facebook Live. So, all right, I'll wrap it up. Uh, Ultimo, Edge, Sting, uh, Benoit. Those are my horsemen. horsemen. Oh, are we gonna do, we've already done the horsemen before. Oh, right, yeah, that's right. Jumping into the horsemen thing. You know what? Because I wanted we're to say We're not about our favorite wrestlers. All right, moving on. So Brad asked Brad Wilson, who's watching on Facebook Live, thank you, Brad, for the question, asked what will be the impact on wrestling as a whole when Vince McMahon passes? Do you think Triple H is ready to run with the company, or does WWE become vulnerable? They can't be vulnerable because everybody else sucks at that level. Do you want me to? Yeah, take it. Take it first. Then we'll let Glenn go. That'll be the Yeah, word. yeah, Glenn, you go because I don't want to be. the smartest go last? I don't want to be the a-hole. Uh, in my opinion... 
based on what Triple H has done with NXT and uh, some of the tournaments that he has uh, been over, I want to say it would probably be in good hands because he seems like he's more connected with what the fans want to see. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's – well, obviously, him being you know in wrestling for a while – he knows what goes on and stuff. How you know the wrestler thinks and stuff. It gives yes. control to those guys. Uh, when you watch the NXT product, you know you feel like there's star power there. Like yeah. I watch NXT, like the takeovers. I feel like I'm watching an actual pay per view when I watch Takeover versus, say, like SummerSlam or something. You know, SummerSlam was good, by the way, but you know it just feels more pay per viewy than. WWE pay per view. It's almost so I, like yeah. NXT gives you that pay per view yeah. that WCW and WWF used to give you back yeah. uh, in the 90s and uh, early 2000s. Like yeah. when you got a pay per view, it was pay per view quality. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Like you got your money's worth, and the matches were like there was a definitive winner in it. With no like murky ending to it. Thank you. And yes. Stuff like that. So I, I think he's ready to take over if Vince, you know, moves on yeah. from WWE. I do think that. Uh, I agree with that. I think that I think WWE will be in better hands because, like Glenn said, it's he's more connected with the wrestlers. He's more connected uh, with the industry right now. He's he's with the up and up. I I, I do agree with Glenn. Yeah, yeah, Pat. Uh, yeah, you know, like I'm I'm um, let me see. I have two 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 like sides of this. I think that Triple H is more in, t- in tune with what people want to see today and the entertainment yes. value of wrestling today. So if he can translate, like so many people say, we're going to put NXT in a WWE scale, make WWE more like NXT. That's harder, that's easier said than done. Yeah. Totally because, agree. Because WWE Network, like NXT is on WWE Network. They have to answer to no one except mm-hmm. for Triple H and Vince McMahon and Stephanie. So they can do whatever they want to. With that, with no no regards to sponsors, no yeah. regards to uh, networks, no regards to anything, it's a lot easier to put on a product like they put on when you don't have that aspect to bring into play. Yeah. So I don't know that he. I think that he could brighten up storylines. I think that he could uh, make it more modern. Polish is it. a good word. Polish it. And uh, I think that. But I think that Vince is a better businessman than Hunter. That's where Vince, I think Steph steps in, and I think that Vince, like, if you if you watch, I mean, if you watch, this is the XFL, and you learn how like Saturday Night came into play, and with Dick Eversaw and all that, like Vince, yeah. Vince is the one that made all the connections. Vince is the one that made all that happen. Does Hunter have that? In, does Stephanie have that in her? You know what I mean? I think yes. they could get it done. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Not, a, I don't know at the power and pull that Vince did, but I do think that Hunter. And, Shane and Steph could get that done. And I to do. finish it all, just play devil's advocate, does Triple H have the balls that Vince McMahon has? You know, I, I mean. I don't think he does. He has big grapefruits. I think We've that done he, this, but. I think that he, like, he's, he is able to take risk when they're, when the, he is able to try things when the risk is minimal. Sure. When, when you have the option to start a network. As a and turn away pay per view buys, turn away pay per view reservations. That's ballsy. Thinking that one day you'll have over a million subscribers for this network. And he does, doesn't he? Do you, he does now. 
but yeah. it took them a year and a half to do that. Still got it though. So that was a year and a half, but that that that's credit. See, people people think about the creative all the time with Vince. Just creative, creative, creative. You can't just look at creative because he's a business. He's one of the best businessmen in the world ever. Like he's ever, a great yeah. businessman. So you have to you have to look at all aspects of it. You have to look at if uh, if Hunter's got the balls to do stuff like that even like because that changed the game now and that opened the door for nxt that yeah. that's the reason that hunter has the ability to run the nxt and do what he does <laughs> i do I, I think that hunter will eventually get to that point when it comes to doing the business aspect i don't think he has it grasped just yet but I no. don't. I think he will eventually get to that point. I mean, that's like you have to look at the big picture when you ask that question. You have to. You can't just say, "Oh, I think the creative and the wrestling will be better." Well, let's because put it this way: that's a small piece of that business. Let's, I mean, it, I'll take that back. I take that back. That's a large piece of the business because that's that's what is everything surrounded by. But I mean, they do movies, they do the network, they do this, they do that. They have all these deals overseas. I mean, you have to be able to. You have to have somebody like Vince that can manage all that. I don't criticize the wrestling. I never. I, I don't. I. I think I got pissed off one night about a pay-per-view match or something about the wrestling, whatever. I usually don't criticize WWE's wrestling. I do, however, criticize creative, um, and I've never criticized their business aspects. Like when I first said it on this podcast, you can go back to one of the first ones we had. I think it was episode five or six. I said. Jinder Mahal being WWE champion would be a great move because of how big the Indian market is. It's yeah. huge. And I said it's going to pay off so well. Patrick said it was going to pay off so well. We both see the, the, the business side of that. Vince saw the business side of that, and that's why he did what he did. And at first, Glenn, can say, Glenn knows this too. On that page, how many people said that was going to be a dumb move? Yeah. It was How like, many people now are on board with gender and love him as the heel? Yeah. Oh, everybody loves the gender. Now. That's what I'm saying. Vince don't is hit not the gender. Yeah, don't hit the gender. <laughs> like, it, it, it's a great move. I understand that, but I do not criticize the wrestling. I do not criticize the business. I do criticize the the creative, like I said. But we'll see. I mean, that, that's a really good question. Yeah. I like that question. Wow. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. Thank you, Brad. For Thank that you, question. Brad. Let me jump yeah. on here and see if anybody else has thrown anything. We're taking questions from Facebook Live. If you're watching right now, um, this is the first. This yeah. is pretty fun. All right. Yeah, this is going well. Besides the box man running around the background <laughs> and the dog <laughs> and the dog running around with his tire. Look, this is. That's what he had. <laughs> yeah. This so, is my life. <laughs> any more questions? Uh, not right now. I don't think. Uh, let me see. If you had to pick, well, I know what you're. I know what both of you are going to say. Okay. If you had to pick, what would you? Uh, what would you pick, Raw or SmackDown? Uh, yeah, SmackDown, hands down. You SmackDown, Glenn? SmackDown. Yeah. Yep. I'm and, SmackDown. and the problem with me saying that is the talent, the star power, outweighs SmackDown. It, like it's insane. The people that you have on Raw, like you have, like Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Reigns, Cena. I mean, there's so much star power over there. Yeah. And then you go to SmackDown, and you have AJ and Orton. But people don't pull for or watch Orton as like they used to. Like the just the star power is crazy. It's talent and creative. So 
Uh, Glenn SmackDown? Yeah. yeah, Glenn yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Leslie asked, uh, what is your take on why tag teams being crap, or on tag teams being crap in WWE and them breaking people up, et cetera? Well, I don't even know how to answer that, honestly. I, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, me too. I just don't understand why Enzo and Cass never won the titles. I, yeah, I, I, I feel, I like, know, I feel I like they dropped the ball. And I feel like they could have ran. They could have had Cass and, be his manager, dude, honestly. and he I mean, could. No, I think, I, if anything, they could have Enzo be Cass's manager. Enzo's got the mouth Excuse on. me. That's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, Enzo okay. being <laughs> Cass's but I think, manager. Like, I think that they could have went, even though Enzo's in-ring is mediocre at best, in my opinion, I think that they could have at least let their hype build him to a title. This is what I wanted. I, I agree with that. What I wanted to see was, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to see Enzo and Cass um, hash it out, right? Have their matches for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it so bad where Cass was beating Enzo in that ring. And Enzo would keep getting up, keep getting up, keep getting up, keep getting up. And then Cass finally comes to a sense like, that's why we're boys. And just like that makes them stronger. Make them right. stronger. And- Le- Leslie said, what about alpha males? American Alpha? American Alpha, yeah, sorry. That was, that oh, was yeah. a dumb move, too. <laughs> I appreciate he, he called him Alpha Mills because I always call him Alpha Mills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, American Alpha, I feel like. <sighs> Do you think that was done solely because so Benjamin could be Gable's partner? I just don't understand the damn breakup, dude. Me. They should have kept Gable like they and Jordan together or bring going. Shelton. All three of those on Raw with Kurt Angle and have some American, team, yeah. a whole team. It's team so, Angle. Was it Team Angle they were? Ta- yeah, it team, Angle. team Angle 2.0. Yeah. Like, seriously, you could I have. I agree with that. You could have done that. And that's what I, like, when I heard that Shelton had signed, that was my first thought. And, of course, this is what I think. I think Vince goes, well, everybody thinks that so-and-so knows what's going to happen, so let's do this. Like, stop. Stop trying to do stuff like that. Yeah, if we're going to expect it, let it just happen anyway. Guess what? You'll make Buku bucks off Team Angle 2.0. Yeah, and you can sell a shit ton of t-shirts. God, you would have sold so many t-shirts. Sorry. Guess so what? Buyer. I have a question <laughs> A question from Eric that was for me, I okay. assume. When start, and you guys can weigh in as fans. When starting an indie company, what is your advice on booking a show for success? Oh, this is a powerful um, question. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> no uh, if you had one, Glenn will ask you. I feel like I'm going to answer it. Like, I'm going to give you my, my philosophy from book it, for booking a show. Uh, and my philosophy for booking a show is you start hot. The, the second most important match of the whole entire show, if not the first, is the opening match. In my and That's what I've been told. I mean, that's what I've been taught. Is you have to if you have an amazing match with two amazing talents, even if people don't know who they are, that sets the stage for the entire show. Mm-hmm. But I, I always feel, and some people fight me on this, I always feel that you anytime you you can build them up no more than two matches before you have to let them cool off for a little bit. So you build them up, build them up, let them cool off, and then you just keep that roller coaster going throughout the entire night. And yeah. then if you have if you have something big happen, do it before intermission. Be that way, that way the people that way the people can let it it can like linger in their heads and they'll remember it because they have a chance to not go straight to the next match. They can think about it and and store it in their memory about what happened, and that's a big piece of it because a lot of stuff gets lost in transi- trans transition. Ooh, I have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff gets lost in transition when you go like straight from a crazy crazy angle 
or something that happens after a match or a big storyline plot uh, twist or a big piece of the story that you're telling uh, when you go straight into another match because then they have to reset their brain and then they're cheering or booing one of these two guys. They have to choose who they and, – and that's a lot for people to take in. Uh, and then uh, another thing that a lot of people overlook, uh, and this ha- has nothing to do with bo- the booking, is I feel like that you have to, before before anything – if you're creating your own, your own promotion, you have to understand and know the feel of the vibe and the vibe of the room that you want during your show. Yeah. Like you have, you have to set a setting. You know, it's just like a movie or play. You have to create a setting that you want the people to understand and feel. I'm taking it. You want it as a stern, but positive setting at the same time. Well, it's like, I mean, I'll give you two examples. When, uh, when I booked Evo, when I owned Evo, for wrestling Evo. Okay. I told yeah. everybody when I started, I wanted it to be like an underground. This is before any of the underground promotions now, like Fest and uh, uh, Freestyle, or not Freestyle, the uh, Chicago one. Uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. But there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of like underground in the clubs, like standing room oh, only yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. This is before any of those. And I said, I wanted that. I wanted that feel of like, it's just a group, a small group. That's like a family that shows up, and uh, it's a big party. And I get, and I got a lot of that from PWG, like Pro yeah. Wrestling Gorilla. And I love uh, that atmosphere. Yeah, and then and, and I built that, and and I was a I was a stickler on I'm building my own stars. I want I want people to pay to see Cedric Alexander. I want people to pay to see Jake Manning. I want people to pay to see Caleb Conley and Zane Riley, and John and John Schuyler. And Corey Hollis. I feel like and, people will miss Zane Riley, by the way. Yeah. On PWX. Like, yeah. He was great. And it's and I, that that was my thing is I don't need to book any big names. I don't need to book any of these indie darlings. I need I want I want to a I want the price tag to be as low as possible for the entire show, but b I want to put my stock and put my put my efforts into these local talents. That way they could get what they deserve because they're going to work harder. I mean, they're not. No, I'm not going to say they're going to work harder. But they're going to work harder to get over, and if I can make them believe the movement that I'm trying to produce and put on, then... I love that you, you touched on that, because when you said that you put it into the stock, or you put your stock into guys that want it more than others... Yeah, like, that believe um, that you have to put the, your stock in, in people that believe as much as you do in what you're doing. And that triple threat that you had... Um, at PWX, I uh, can't remember his name, the third competitor with uh, Ethan Chip. Ethan Chip and Billy Brash. Brash. I knew it was Brash, yeah. but I didn't. I was thinking Jeremy Borash. Well, uh, well, I'm sorry, Billy. No, I didn't call him that. I'm That's sorry, the Billy. only thing I could, I could think of. But uh, th- that match was, like, great. And then at the very end, it was so believable between Ethan and, and Chip, you know? Yeah. I and mean, that's, that's what I really liked because, like, Ethan was like, dude. What are you doing, man? Yeah. We're supposed to be boys. And Chip's like, I had to take the opportunity. He's yeah. like, we went to the beach together, man. Like, yeah. just everything. Like, you could feel the, the connection beauty. that they were best friends. And then, and then, like people, people that know me or that have followed. I mean, I don't assume anybody's followed my career, but <laughs> like, I book for PWX now, and they're gonna, and they always shoot it as, well, now you, now you, you and Brian book names, and you book people, like no. all these, you, you went through the spell of all these Dream Bunner guys. You can you can change your logic based on the assets that you have, so, like the situation at hand, and uh, because you book one name. No, no, no. I mean, we we like me and Brian created a system 
where we we book we book these indie these indie guys or these sure. these indie names and uh, use them to draw in. But in, inside of that, and I, and I dare any fan to tell us different. Inside of that, you have to uh, you have to get people invested in your talent. Yeah. Yes, we might have booked Eddie Edwards, who I, I love Eddie Edwards. Yes, we might have booked Kevin Steen. Yes, we might have booked AJ Styles. Yes, yeah. we might have. But at the end of the day, people were looking at Cedric Alexander. People were looking at Caleb Conley. People were looking at Jake That's Manning. the smaller talents. People were looking at Adam Page and Corey Hollis. Absolutely. People were looking yeah. at John Schuyler. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the way, that's the beauty of the PWX brand and, and feel, what we built in PWX. I feel when I'm watching an indie promotion as PWX, that's what I go to watch because I've followed the storyline for the past year of these guys, and I think it's very good. And they put on the best matches that I've seen. Like, they're out here killing themselves to make sure that they put themselves over and get the fan base that they deserve and get the exposure that they deserve. I mean, like, whenever I first watched um, Corey Hollis and John Schuyler, yeah, I was like, what is this? And then they, they killed it. Yeah. I was like, wow. And I was a fan since day one. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was incredible. And, like, Case, I'm a oh, huge yeah. fan. He's probably my favorite wrestler that's at PWX. I think he's super good. Like, I, I totally agree with that, though. Like, you put your stock into the not, – not smaller talent, but the ones that are going to kill themselves more. They're going to give you the bang for your buck. And yeah. those guys do. And it's and – and I'll tell you this, and I've never really told many people this, but the thing that I'm proud about the most, like that I'm most proud of with PWX – isn't the recognition that it's gotten. I love the recognition that it's gotten. I love that the guys are getting booked elsewhere and getting all these opportunities. Yeah. And I love I love that I've made friends like like AJ and Sammy and Kevin and all the and Eddie and all those guys when they come in. But like I the thing that I appreciate the most about PWX is that it's a family atmosphere. It really is. Like yeah. I've I've like me and Brian Brian more than me has kept that thing that that I mean we had we used to draw hundred people at a. We used to draw a hundred people at a. Uh, why not? Why is the dog not going to bark? <laughs> we used to draw a hundred people at a rec center in in downtown Charlotte. That yeah. was like in in the bad area of Charlotte. And y'all killed it. And and then we ran neighborhood theater and drew three hundred people. Yeah. And then we ran Cabarrus Cabarrus Arena and drew a thousand people. And then like it's that was just a big crowd. Grown. Yeah, that was a huge crowd. And it's just like you you have all these moments. That it, it sucks because you're in you're in it so much that you you're in it so much that you lose track of all these special moments yeah, that have happened, yeah. and then you look back on it and be like, I wish I stopped and appreciated that. Absolutely, I get and, that. And uh, but yeah, but back to the original question is my my two suggestions if you're booking if you're starting an indie company and you're booking it. Uh, there's so many amazing talents in around North Carolina that you should have no problem having an amazing show booking the right talent. Absolutely. And number two, know the know the feel that you want in your, of your show. That's what most people overlook. That's what one of the companies that are trying to be big in, uh, like in North Carolina now overlook. Yeah. Is you have you have to understand. Don't try to be like anybody. Be you. I mean, and I say that, and I tried to be like PWG, and then when I took over when I took over the book at. PWX, I really wanted to encompass the PWG feel and the Ring of Honor, uh, like, production back then. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's and that's truth. That's like me not not lying about it. I like that. That was very well said, sir. Yeah. Very so, well. Yeah. There you go, Eric. You're, thank you for the question. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somebody asked about the flare situation. So run that. Uh, what do they want to know? Uh, would like just give a, re- a roundabout about what happened and. Um, okay, so he went in uh, for a routine. They say it was a routine um, checkup. And when he went in there, they found some stuff wrong with him. Um, got worse, so they had to medically induce him into a coma. So after he got into that, they um, they had to take out part of his organs. Like, uh, I'm not sure which ones, but they were organs that were failing that they had to take out. Um so, I mean, a lot of people I know were thinking, hey, this is the end of Rick. Like, it's it's coming. Like, that's usually when you go into a me- medically induced uh, coma, it's there's not much you can do after that. So uh, he came back. He's rehabbing. He's doing really well. And then um, he did put a video out, though, and he gave a little, ooh, wasn't really strong. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he's still, there. Yeah. but um, I will say the best part. Of this whole thing is that shirt that he wore. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm oh, not dead yet, M. Uh, yeah, probably he, selling he, off the racks now. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> that is the coolest team. shirt. I'm Back not dead yet, MFers. <laughs> Woo! Uh, does he have a pro wrestling tee? I don't know. I'd he assume may. he does. He has to, because I'm going to let you know. He knows that cult. shirt is one of the best shirts I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that was a good. That's a good shirt. But uh, yep. from what I understand, though, he's doing okay. Oh, um, here's another update for you. He fired his manager. Yeah. I heard about like, that. I don't know why like, I didn't read it. Like, out of a coma, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> you you let this happen, you're fired. You know why my organs are failing? Because of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's our next one? Uh, I'm going to let Glenn pick the last topic, and then we're going to go through oh, the PWX show. You want to do some um some shout-outs, and you had your own little topic, right? Uh, I pick a topic. Just throw something out there, Glenn. We got we got seven minutes. Okay. I mean, we can go over if we want to. I guess I assume. <laughs> but no. Well, I, I said I put the live stream to end at eight thirty. Okay. So, so I, I assume go. it's well, going to end at eight thirty. Um, Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. You know, I hear a lot of people say that uh, certain wrestlers don't belong in it. Uh-huh. Uh, some people say that others, you know, uh, deserve to be in it more than others. Uh, what's your take on the Hall of Fame? Is there anyone you would like to see go in that isn't in already? Or is there anyone that's in that you wouldn't like to see in anymore or remain in? Uh, I'm going to say... I don't know. I got mine. Dude, give, me, give me yours, Glenn. Uh, a lot of people say that, that uh, guys like Abdullah the Butcher and uh, Coco Beware don't belong in. Mm-hmm. I beg to differ on that because I feel like, like Coco. Coco I feel like Coco does. Yeah, like well, I think Coco does. Yeah, Coco Beware. Like if you think back to the '80s WWF wrestlers, he's probably in your top five wrestlers that you remember. <laughs> so there's gonna yeah. count for something. I, as far I agree as like, with that. Yeah, you know, uh, he might not win any titles. He was Owen Hart's partner at one point in his career. So yeah, I think you know, he, he might not headline, but I think he deserves his place in there. Yes. Uh, so you say Coco. Okay. Uh, guys, I wish that would go in. Um, 
don't know. That's a tough question. I, I came up with the question myself, and I haven't even really <laughs> that is thought a tough of question. it. It makes you think. Uh, I mean, honestly, years. Benoit. I'm sorry. Benoit. I, I know he'll never make it. I agree it, with that. But I think Benoit deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. His, body, know, his body of work deserves to be in the Hall yes, of Fame. Yes, and I know a lot of people will argue with me, and there's one guy on the page that argues it to the T that – he does not deserve to be in the Hall of Famer or Hall of Fame, but I will say this: what he did, yes, is despicable. I understand that. I, I totally get. Don't get that. into that. We have five uh, minutes. Yeah, Dutch. but uh, I do think as his wrestling career belongs in there. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm sorry, like it, right. it does. We got the last five minutes, and I'm gonna bring in who we have on the telephone. Brian, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. You need to handle Dutch's phone skills, man. Dude, it's Ooh. horrible, isn't it? I don't want to hear oh your God. crap, Brian, okay? And, and it kept Cliff, hanging up on the private call. I'm cool off. But, Brian, we got five minutes. Right. Give, give everybody it, the spiel on PWX. Three, it took me three times to get through. Brian, we so. have five minutes. We're on Facebook Live, and they're going to cut us off at 830, I think. I'm not sure, but I'm going to take any right. chances. So give everybody the spiel for the PWX show this Saturday in Shelby, North Carolina. at Selby Shitty. Selby Shitty. <laughs> oh my God! Oof. At the cell, I can't even. Right. You say it. Just stop talking. Yeah, I'm going to interrupt you. Go. All right. This Saturday, six, I'm going to say this: 6 p.m. PWX Pure matches start at 6 p.m. Bell time for the regular show is at 7:30. Plenty of surprises. Ton of stuff I can't announce. Ton of stuff I cannot announce. This Who's going to be there, etc. Um, but we have confirmed several people to be there. Um, as well as everybody who has been announced. Uh, what do we got? Eight great matches. Yeah. Patrick, I'm going to let you go into every single match because I don't have time, and I'm going to either. so I'd love to. Oh. Um, but I just want to invite everybody out. It's a quick 47-minute drive from Charlotte. It is. Um, straight off the interstate, you cannot get any closer. You take literally 85 south to 74, and couple right turns and you're right there that's it so it said the shelby city park gym in shelby north carolina Good job. uh tickets as low as ten dollars uh and yeah it's like I, we can't announce who i was going to be there but it's going to be insane because i know who was all who all is going to be there and uh yeah it's legal issues very nice we can't announce okay but uh but yeah so you can get your tickets at pwxpro.com. You can see all of the uh, advertised matches, which there's eight huge matches. Uh, James Drake, hometown boy, getting his title shot against Anthony Henry. Ooh, yeah, that's going to be fun. You have an X-16 qualifying match with Ethan Case, nice Elijah nice. Evans the fourth. But since I did the graphics, I didn't put an S on his name, so it's Elijah Evans the fourth. Uh, Alexander James, who's making his debut, the CCW star Alexander James. And uh, WXW, too, from Germany. And Jason Cade and Fred Yeha making his return to PWX. Yeah, yes. I like him. You have the Syndicate. Well, we got news on the Syndicate. I can't give that out. Yeah. Uh, Elijah's in that match. I'm trying to think of what else. What else, Brian? Shoot him. Uh, you've got the ladies' match. you got Ariel Monroe, yep. the hometown girl, yep. making her return and debut all at the same time uh, versus Lady uh, Lady Darcy. Uh, from the UK, uh, trained by Robbie Brookside, is one of was one of her trainers, um, as well as the PWX ITV Championship with Darius Lockhart defending against the first Progress Wrestling Champion, yep. Nathan Cruz. Nathan Cruz. And I don't know if Patrick, if you've seen the promo that Mr. Cruz just put out that I just no, shared. No, I haven't. I will. Um, it is awesome. 
Okay, nice. so I suggest everybody to check it out. Uh, ladies will like it because of the accent, of course. Uh-huh. But other than that, um, yeah, but more I mean, huge it, matches. We've got, yeah, you've got the Ducks versus White Mike and Jake Manning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, besides that, besides the eight great matches during the main show, we've we've going to be yes. highlighting and putting the spotlight on some of the young up and comers. Yep. Some of the other guys that are slash on the main roster, not on the main roster. Some guys that have been working their butt off to get to PWX get to make their debuts as well. Yeah, it's going to be a packed house, and you get the free pure show starting at uh, 6 o'clock. I'm sorry, starting at – what time does the pre- pure show start, Brian? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, yeah, 6 to six to 7. And that's completely free with your purchase of ticket to the uh, he who cast the first stone. And that is our show. And Shelby, Glenn's – I'm going to make Glenn come. Yeah, I'll be He's there. Coming. Yeah, Glenn's going to come. And then Dutch might make it because he gave me the Iggy earlier. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Brian, appreciate you calling. We got, we're going to have to jump off here because we've got a minute left. But, yeah, it's PWX, right. PWXPro.com. You can get tickets and find out more information and Facebook.com backslash PWXWrestling. All right. Box Boy says, hey. All right. Work on them phone skills, Patrick. Slap yeah, I'm on trying. The back side I'm of trying. Head, okay? i, I got to hire an assistant. All right. All right. Glenn, how was it? Oh, man, I think it went well. This is like my first time doing anything like this. I had a blast with you guys. Uh, Didn't even feel like an hour and a half did it. Oh, no, no. Time flew by, man. Yeah. Time really flew by. It's like time flies when you're talking about wrestling. Especially, It's something you love. Yeah. We're, both, we're all three passionate about it, and everybody yeah. that's partook in this. And yeah. I love the fact that we've done this whole show and had minimal screw-ups. Like from the stream perspective. Oh yeah, yeah I'm a technical yeah. guy, and I, and I put a lot of time and effort into trying to make sure this. And of works course, right. we're live, so it makes me look worse. But I, there was a private yeah, number that happens. was calling. No, don't make any excuses. No, Dutch. I'm not making excuse. I'm telling you the it's, truth, you, boy. People have seen it. This is what I have to deal with on a regular basis. You know what? And the box boy in the back. You know what? I'm just going to let it play next time through the audio, but yeah. and you so, can hear. You talking? Yeah. So, no. Every time that person would call, guess what would happen? In the phone call, and then it happened to Corey. So I don't know what Corey did, but thanks, Corey. You made me look bad today. So we're not friends anymore. Just kidding. I love you. So, but yeah, that's pretty much our show today. Glenn, of course, thank you for coming out, making the show. Oh, you're gonna be you at guys. the you're gonna be at the PWX show, right? I try to make it. Okay, just making sure. Try to be there early, like I was here today. <laughs> well, this is our show then, Patrick. Hold on, we're getting. Do you want to do a thirty second deal? Yeah. It, we're still on, so it didn't cut us off. Okay, here we go. Yeah, let's go. So you do here. Let me let me pull up the uh, thirty second recap. All right. So people who have who this is your first time seeing our show, we do a thirty second recap at the end of the show. Glenn, you can help them. Box boy, you can help them too. Um, we give Dutch thirty seconds to go over everything, and we covered a lot of stuff in this podcast because we had a lot of questions. Which I love the Facebook Live deal, and uh, I love the Facebook Live deal. For, and just for the record, you showed your dad's phone number to everybody on this live stream. Oh, well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's okay. I ain't worried about it. But uh, so, <laughs> we'll uh, so what we'll do is we'll play we'll play the 30-second uh, soundbite, and this is legit 30 seconds, and Dutch has 30 seconds to re, like, recap everything for anybody that just joined us. If you just joined us, we start every Wednesday at – I'm sorry, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. from 7 to 8.30. We have this show. From now on, it's going to be on Facebook Live. We used to uh, we used to stream it live, audio – I was Spreaker, but now we've switched over to video, and we got to, we got this to look forward to. 
the rest of the rest of the rest of our time here. Box boy. John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. So yeah, so every every Tuesday we're gonna be here uh, live on Facebook uh, Facebook Live on our web. Yes, it is. Whatever your name is. Yes, it is, Cyrus. Box man. Yes, it is. It is Tuesday. Oh man. It's Tuesday. To Tuesday. 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 Yes, we'll we'll have we'll have this conversation when we get off there. We'll have this conversation when we get off there. So every 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 Tuesday at seven o'clock we'll be here live. Glenn's going to probably join us for a few more episodes. Maybe not probably. in succession, but he's always welcome to come yeah. join hey, us. I ain't got no time fun. on my hands. It's fun to have Glenn here. In? Yeah, I'm here. Maybe we need a better <laughs> spot that's more that's not as crowded. Oh, but, it's uh, coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. But yeah. So let's let's knock out this. Uh, we'll get. I'll repeat all that stuff and where you can find us after this. Yeah. Let's do it. But uh, but yeah. So we're gonna play this. So Dutch, you ready? Yep. All right, 30-second countdown, and it begins now. All right, so uh, I believe when injuries come into the business, I, f- I feel like you need to heal, come back, build better storylines. We talked about that. Uh, women's division sucks on Raw. SmackDown is succeeding. Here we go. Taking too long. Can Triple H uh, take the reins after Vince Gotta hurry. Uh, passes on? Yes, I do. I do believe in that. PWX will be yep. in Shelby on Saturday, left. September 16th, and it will be one hell of a show, of course. And uh, – I'll probably be there, so yeah. And also, um, ah, uh, it said. I had one last thing too. That's what happens when you take your time. And I was Dutch. just gonna say, I love you, Pat. No matter how much you hate me. Whatever. God, you're so rude. I try, but Glenn, <laughs> dude, it's always a pleasure. I, dude, I love having you here. So you're more than welcome anytime you want to come up. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and everybody that called in. Uh, Corey, was it Corey? Corey, yeah. Corey and Brian. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for calling in. Uh, if you have a chance this Saturday in Shelby, I don't know what's going on in the background. <laughs> it's gotten out of hand. The uh, If you have a chance this Saturday, come out to PWX at the Shelby City Park Gym in Shelby, North Carolina. Two times in a row. And, yeah, I'm on a roll. I'm, I'm sobering up. But, uh, yeah, and thank you guys for watching on thank Facebook you. Live. Thank you. appreciate it. Uh, this has been a complete success, so we're going to go – like do it this way forever because we Absolutely. like we like looking at ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. If you do, if you don't catch it on Tuesday nights, it's available every Wednesday. Thank you, Box Boy. Uh, it's available every Wednesday uh, at midnight, or mm-hmm. mid, it's, it's available at midnight Wednesday. So available all day Wednesday on. I know. Look up Wrestling Open Forum on iTunes. It's on iTunes. You can go back and listen to every episode up until episode 15, which I believe this one is. I hope I'm not wrong with that. But, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be up tomorrow. If you didn't catch the full podcast today, you can download it, listen on a ride, ride to work, ride home from work, ride to school, Glenn. Yep. You can listen or, to yourself talking. You can listen to the dog running around. And you can listen to Box Boy saying he needs to go to school. Even when you're in the bathtub. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, once again, thank you guys for listening. And I think that's a successful show. Yes, it was. Successful show to you, Glenn. Say bye. No. Hey, say bye. Pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you for welcoming me in here. Oh, I thank you, everybody. You know, that's, I'm always going to be here. That's how it goes. So, yeah. Folks, for Patrick, I'm sorry, for Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, this is Dutch. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Open Forum Show. <laughs>